two A's in the mirror, uh-huh. Three K's, two A's, mirror, mirror, uh-huh. Three K's, two A's in the mirror, and damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got up on mine. Welcome back to the podcast dojo, baby. One more time for a funky ass 2020. <laughs> Had to do it. Had to do it. Had to do it. Sorry we left you. It's been a, it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. But right now, P, you know where we are? At the end of this funky ass bitch 2020. Maybe we're going to be where the money reside. Where the money reside. Where the money reside. You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. All right. Before we get into that, I am one half of your host with the most assists, King Kunta 3X. Just like that. Like a tribe called Quest or a pimp named Slickback. You got to say all of them. And the voice you heard other than my own, world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted, nine out of ten of them no good rotten-ass dental professionals. If they do anything worth a goddamn, they say, this dude right here, he's solid. Mr. Beyonce, what up, B? Yeah, yeah. Shit, man. So when I say where the money reside, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about? I have no idea, but it sounds like some ghetto you shit. Have got, <laughs> you have an Instagram. I'm pretty sure you have, you know, you have an Instagram, a Facebook. You know, you, you've got a, you got an entire uh, rare sonnets media conglomerate and you don't know this shit that's sweeping. I believe the dude that's saying is from Atlanta, too. What? All right. So, so here it is. So, you, so it's a car commercial. And so the car commercial opens up what looks like the back of a, I want to say it's a Honda CRV that the thing comes up and this dude just rolls out. This black dude rolls out with like a blue shirt and like might be like maroon or some sort of dark jeans. He's clearly gay. Uh, (laughs) And he's telling you all about the deals. Oh, and I guess, you know, (laughs) you you know how some car companies say, well, we can do it because we own the bank. Yeah. We can finance you because he owns the bank. Well, this dude says, come on down. Where the money reside? Where the money reside? Where the money reside? Where the money? <laughs> he made a song and a remix off that. I don't have time to look it up, but yeah. I have seen that. I thought you meant like a TV commercial. That's a YouTube commercial, right? Nah, man. I think that's a real commercial. That's not on TV. No fucking way. <laughs> you know I wouldn't. It ha- look, it has to. I guessed Atlanta. It is Atlanta. It's it- got to be. It's got to be okay, Atlanta. Okay. Because it seems, you know, I, I, I'm not, no disrespect. It seemed very ATL-ish. Got to be Atlanta. Um, yeah, man. No, man. That's not a YouTube thing. That's a, He really trying to, he really wants you to come see him before, this, before the end of the year to get these deals. And don't the worry heck? about the money. How are you going to see him in LA, though? Because I have social medias, be honest. So he wants you to drive to or fly to Atlanta. No, no, no. Someone. Here's what I believe. I believe somebody picked up this ratchet ass, wild ass Atlanta uh, car commercial and they (laughs) uploaded this shit because it was ridiculous. Or maybe the commercial is also on YouTube because, you know, you can have cross promotion. multiple. Yeah. Either way, I sink the shit. Wow. The shit looks real. He wants you to come down. If you're trying to get a deal on a car, don't worry about the money because as you all know, he is where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside. (laughs) Wow. 2021, (laughs) I'm trying to be not where he is, but also where the money reside. You smell that? You really thought it was a, you thought it was just a, cause who the fuck you know what it is being, you, you didn't want to, you didn't, didn't want to accept it. I didn't want to accept it. You're like, no, 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 that is not a real thing. That wow. is not a real thing. Wow. Uh, <laughs> shit, man. Um, 
Did you watch Versus last week? Who was the Versus? Remind me. <laughs> Is the E42 short? Yes, sir. Yeah, Earl I, and them. I didn't Todd, watch it live. The ambassador of the yay. You know what, B? I was, I was last week years old when I realized, although King Kunta broadcasts every, well, it's Sunday for me, but it's going to be Monday for you, from Southern, from, uh, Southern California, Los Angeles County. Nigga, I'm so Bay Area. I'm oh, so yay. God. I realized that uh, at one point, you know, uh, Too Short was talking about every major city or every city around, you know, the little satellite cities. I was like, yep, that's right. You don't want to stop and get gas there. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, them niggas is crazy too. Uh-huh. Yep. Don't get off the cable car there. You will get stuck uh, <laughs> stuck up for that. Yep. Tenderloin, that is not the place to be. It sounds delicious. It is not. They right. have ninjas and shit there. When I say ninjas, I don't mean niggas. I mean actual ninjas. That shit's right on top of Chinatown. Wow. Yeah, man. The whole year area. I enjoyed the shit. I enjoyed all of it. Uh, I know you know, or you might know me and and Jamie Mack, where we're going back and forth at it in the Rare Sonnets Discord room. Or, you know, we can do that. I know we've had a lot of new people uh, come on in to the to the Discord uh, server. It's a Discord server. It's a room on the Discord server. B, if people out there want to interact with us, and they, they heard about this Discord server. You know, maybe they are gamers because that's how I knew about it. And they want to shoot the shit, holler at us, chop it up, say what's up, figure out why the hell we took us two weeks to delay getting this one out. Where would they go? How could they get in the Discord room? All you got to do is go to rarescience.com slash hangout. And you can click the link and we'll bring you in. Yeah, and you can holler at me. You can holler at Be Honest. Uh, you can holler at the other talent on the Rare Sonics Network, a Mac named Jamie. A smooth name, Jay, French Reginald, and a great Baylor. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. You won't know until you come on in. It's keeping it moving, pimping. Did you watch the movie event of the year uh, two days ago? You watch that? Movie event of the year. Movie event. Wonder Blockbuster. Woman. Blockbuster. Wonder Woman was awful. Was yeah, Wonder Woman. Awful. 10 minutes. That's all I got. My wife agrees. 10 minutes. It was so lame and corny. 10 minutes. <sighs> what? I tried, man. Because you told me the first Wonder Woman was actually good. You said DC movies are usually not good, but the actually the Wonder Woman movie was actually pretty good. I was like, okay, well, fuck it. If King Kunta is vouching for this, this Wonder Woman franchise, I'm like, you know what? When this Wonder Woman 84 comes out, HBO Max, even though it's supposed to be in the theaters, I'm going to take time to fucking watch it. It didn't come on until noon. You know when I watched it? At 12.01 p.m. I was in my seat ready. I was only a minute delayed. Popcorn, sodas, Garbage. Ten minutes. That's so you, all I gave it. So you said because I co-signed the first one, that's why you watched this one. Yes. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. You know, one of your fellow Zone Six brothers. I'm gonna say exactly. He he encapsulates what I'm about to. My 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 feeling about what you just said. Okay. <clears throat> he was also in the verses. This ain't that, and that ain't this. Cheesy. Uh, you're not familiar with that one. Yes, I am. Well, this ain't that. That ain't this. Bitch, I'm pissed. Anyway, long story short is, yeah, B, that was some. That was probably one of the worst fucking things I've seen in 2020, and that's saying quite a lot. Oh, I thought you were saying it was good, or are you just joking? No, no, I just wanted to know what you thought about the shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That that's was, the worst shit I've ever was, fucking seen. It was I mean, terrible. The shit's supposed to be for 1984. Did, this, did these niggas use cameras from 1984? Because that's what the fuck it looked like. 
It did look like they, I think they tried to do that. They wanted to look vintage or whatever, but it was Shit. awful. It All was, those goddamn bright colors. What the fuck, man? Awful. Just goddamn. Awful. Game the acting cabin. was bad. The writing was bad. Awful. All of it. And, and they had a black little girl and like uh, for about 10 seconds. Then they had a, an, a clearly Asian little boy as the uh, main uh, antagonist's son. Other than that, white, 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew she wasn't all the way like normal white. She's a she's white, but she's a different kind of white. Well, you know who the 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 main okay she, the main antagonist. Who do you think it was? The I, dude, right? I didn't get that far. Ten minutes. I'm not fucking with you. Okay, so the main antagonist is the dude. Um, you remember the dude at the beginning of Hey, I don't give a fuck if I'm spoiling this You should be happy that we're spoiling this shit for you Kunta and B went through that, through that So hopefully you don't have to do that shit Anyway um, So the main uh, uh, antagonist is uh, Did you see the guy at the beginning talking about You know Oil and money And if you want it, you can have it did you see that? Uh, maybe. Yeah, so there's a guy, he's like, you know, sounds like he's selling stuff, investing in oil. If you want it, you can have it. There's great opportunities. Anyway, that guy, if you don't, you, I don't think you remember him, that guy was the motherfucking Mandalorian. You mean that he played the guy who plays the Mandalorian? Yeah. Well, he's not white. Yeah, but his hair was dyed blonde and he was made to look, whatever, he's whatever. Like but my point is, is that is that that guy... Um, was it Pedro Pascal? Yeah, I think so. Like is the Mandalorian, and that shit freaked me the fuck out because after that horrible ass movie <laughs> later on with my daughter, I wound up watching something called Heroes for yeah. as a kids movie. It's based off the Shark Boy and Lava Girl. These I know your kids is way too. Yeah, I don't. Well, know I don't know. You might this. remember that. You, nope, because that was quite some time ago. Anyway, so it's one of those Robert Rodriguez movies, and one of the kids' parents in that movie was fucking Pablo Pascal. It's like, well, shit, you can. Killing the game, Pablo. Pablo. Mandalorian season two, doing a damn thing. Pedro, right? Pedro. Pedro Pascal? <laughs> I don't know. You said I don't Pablo. Know. One of them. One of them. Hey, man. All I know is Din Jaren, a.k.a. the Mandalorian. Fuck with you. Why would he choose to be in this, though? That, that curses credibility a little bit. This was really, really bad. Like, really bad. Man, I can't, you didn't even spend 10 minutes on it. I actually, you know, I have... The Kunta household has women, even the dog's woman, even the dog's female. So we watched this shit and we watched all of this shit and I'm just angry. And by the way, my youngest, uh, the, the six-year-old, she lost interest. Of course she, she did. The acting was so terrible. You know, I'm going to tell you the part that I just had to cut it off. The, 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 the dorky lady and her are talking about having dinner. She's like, well, come on, let's just go have dinner or whatever. And we got to dinner. I was like, yep. Can't do it no more. That's like first ten minutes. I can't do Would it. Would you believe that bitch was the was was the also uh, antagonist? Like she's supposed to be Wonder Woman's equal. Like the her her. <laughs> now here's my problem. Here's my problem. So for her to get to be that, obviously some shit had to happen. Uh, you know what? I'm spoiling all of this shit. Before I do that, B. Happy second day of Kwanzaa. Yeah, don't celebrate. Today is Kuchicha Gulia. 
or self-determination. Mm. The person who lights the candle on the second day makes a statement which is related to the second principle. He or she can also contains with a passage or a poem on this particular principle and explains how this doctrine is related to the meaning of their lives. Mm. Then you have it, the unity cup is shared between members and the candles are extinguished. Mm. You, you read the wrong one though, because this show actually comes out on Monday, which would be the third day of, of Kwanzaa. Hmm. You know what, B? You're absolutely right. In that case, listeners, <laughs> happy third day of Kwanzaa or Ujima, which means <laughs> collective work and responsibility. On the third day, the lighting of candles starts with the black one, of course. Then the farthest left one, red. Yep. Got to get a green here soon. And then the utmost right green, the red, the black, the green are lit. With a key, sissy. Sure. The family members who congregate discuss the meaning of the third principle and share the unity cup. The candles are then extinguished. Happy Ujima, listeners. I feel so anyway, black. I feel so black now. You should. It's, it's for us. It's, it's like FUBU. <laughs> it's like for us, by us. <laughs> if not us, who? We did this. Now back to this shit show. Uh, yeah, man. So the main protagonist, Christine Wig, which I always thought was pretty weird to have her be a, a, a villain uh, in a movie with Amazons. Uh, she, so the guy, the, the whole thing is there's a rock. If you have the rock and you make a wish, your wish comes true. And if you're holding the rock, somehow or another, you can touch people and get them to wish. And when they wish, that gives you another wish. That must have been that so little long- rock that was, she was saying was cheap at the beginning. That's all, right. I saw, that's all I saw, so. Yeah, so, so one thing Wonder Woman did is she wished her, she wished her, her uh, love interest when the first movie came back. That's why that nigga's in the movie. Because Wonder Woman 1984 is supposed to be in 84. And the last Wonder Woman movie, the first Wonder Woman movie was set in World War I. Hey. <laughs> so uh so christine wig wig uh, wig's character she wished to be just like wonder woman, uh just like wonder woman cool as fuck and all that shit well she was and so there's a scene here b i wish you could have seen it mm, the the toxic masculinity in you would have would have overflowed you've got christine wig at the at the uh at the gym she is wearing one of those 80s leotard not leotards uh, aerobics 80s, you know, uh, want to get physical, Olivia, physical. Yeah. yeah. And she's, she lists, you know, a five pound weight. Oh, that's easy. Then a 50 pound weight. Oh, that's easy. Then she, you know, puts all the weight she can on a, on the, on a barbell and push that shit over her head and shocks the whole gym. One problem. Kristen Wiig like, say, hey man, do you want to be in the Wonder Woman movie? Yes. Okay, so you're going to train for this? Yes, I am. And they get ready to shoot and they see her like, hey, what the fuck? Did you, did you train for this? Yes, what did you do? Well, I, you know, I, I made sure I got my 10,000 steps a day. <laughs> I, I really doubled down on my yoga. Now, you know, I am going to admit I wasn't as diligent in Pilates as I should have been. <laughs> this bitch looked like she had never thought, g- gave a passing thought that she would be the, supposed to be a main villain to a goddamn Amazon warrior. Right. Like, be... It's the the skinniest, the skinny, the skinny fattiest, the skinny fat, the skinniest, 
it was it was too much. It was too, I, it was too much to believe what we're seeing. You know what? The entire Wonder Woman in 1984 was like you know, the, the first or second or third Superman movies. That's what it was like. It was just shot in the 80s. Uh, you know, didn't really have much of a plot to it. Right. Everything looked terrible. And it's just bad special effects. Um, yeah, so Wonder Woman 84 is shit. Uh, obviously, uh, Warner Brothers announced it's a great success, and they already have greenlit Wonder, uh, Wonder Woman 3. Yay! I'm being serious as a, as a heart attack. They said that shit today. Now, the, what, what Kunta listens to, this thing has been destroyed by everybody, and that means people who actually watch the whole movie, like myself. <laughs> so I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. It's bullshit. You know, if you already have HBO Max and you want to, you know, check and see, I would say, you know, just just, you know, fast forward till you get an idea of where things are. But you don't really watch the whole thing through. You don't need to do that. Yeah. Shit, man. I do like uh, the idea that I do like the idea, though, of having them premiere movies on there, because I think January 29th, the Denzel Washington movie is going to be on there for 30 days, too. So I like I love that idea. What movie is that? Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a, the new Denzel movie. It was supposed to go to theaters, but I think it's going to go to theaters and also HBO Max. See, that's the crazy thing is we're not going back. Nobody's going to a fucking theater. I don't even, they need no. to, yeah. Even if coronavirus magically disappeared and it won't, because we'll talk about that later. Um, why would you go to the movie theater? Yeah. Let's say, let's, let's just say that they charged us 20 bucks for that Wonder Woman movie. Okay, how much would you normally spend if it's just you and the missus? Yeah, easily double that. And these expensive ass popcorns and shit. And don't have a drink. Don't go to an adult movie theater where you can have a drink. Right. This shit gets crazy. Yeah. We're not going back. We're not going back. RIP to, you know, AMC and uh, these other movie houses where it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. When you, when you know better, you do better. And now we know better. So any of it, man. So that was, uh, that was crazy. Uh, and the Wonder Woman, like crazy, as bad as it was, B, that still is probably the third best movie they've made in the last five years. To my DC or? DC. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Actually, no, let me take that back. You got the first Wonder Woman which isn't terrible because that's the bar isn't terrible. Then you've got the Aquaman movie, which also isn't terrible, which again was the bar. Don't be terrible. Then you've got uh, Shazam, which I forgot about. Shazam is actually a pretty good movie, which when I say by saying pretty good, I mean, isn't terrible. Um, and then this one. So it's the fourth, fourth best movie they've made in five or six years, which is just mm, sad. So the Superman movies were not good at all. The new the reboots. <laughs> I didn't see any of it, so don't. I thought that was like the. I thought it was the Crown Prince. I thought like that was the one that was supposed to be like the franchise. Okay. Oh well, yeah, Superman. It's like, it's like, it's like reason why they keep making Spider Man movies. You just say the word Spider Man. Oh, okay. What's that about? I'll right. go check it out. Yeah. Or Batman? Huh? What's, what we're talking about now? It's like the money prints itself. Right. Um, as far as like the last, I don't know, six or seven years, if you wanted to watch a DC movie that doesn't isn't a specific Batman movie, I would say watch the first Superman with Henry Cavill. After that, it just goes to shit. Yeah. Okay. That first one is actually interesting. 
Uh, it actually sparks sparks for me some conversations. Like, did this nigga just do what I think he did? I'm not watching it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so this nigga literally just kill off literally millions of DNA samples of the lost civilization that he's actually from for these new niggas he just been with for whatever. Anyway, so um, so did you like the original Christopher Reeve Superman? Nigga, I was like four or yeah, six. But I'm saying, back when you were in the ten, ten and under, did you like those movies? I thought those were pretty yeah, good. Yeah, of course, it's Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's before I realized I was black. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be Superman. Yay! Truth, justice, and the American way. Um, but that's the problem with Wonder Woman. It's shot just like that. The plot is just that deep. Yeah. You know this bitch. <laughs> B. I don't know if you know much about Wonder Woman or you forgot because as a kid, we all, we, there are certain cartoon characters that are just pieces of American. You just know. So, you know, Wonder Woman had the invisible jet. Uh, yes. If you, if you, yeah. Yes. Just, you know, it's like Batman, the Batmobile. This bitch got a jet. You can't see. Right. Well, in the movie, it was a real jet and they needed the jet to be invisible. So she used a power that she had never had before to turn the motherfucker invisible. Right. Plot convenience. Right. There's, then, a, there's a word for that. I can't remember what it's called. Then there was another situation where this bitch really needed to fly. But she don't fly. That's actually not true. Depends on who, she, she whoever fly. writes Wonder Woman. She, not, she can either fly or not fly depending on whoever writes her. It's just convenience for the books. So this, so she, she did learn how to fly-ish. Fly-ish in the movie. Like a chicken? Well, you, want, you want to know how she realized she could fly-ish? She got she thrown was, off something? No, she was thinking about uh, her boyfriend, who's now dead again. <laughs> he was the wind beneath her wings. Does it sound like Wonder Woman to you, B? Uh, not at it all. sound like an Amazon woman, not you know, they just, a bunch all. of bitches don't need to, a bunch of bitches driving a Nissan Altimus with that haircut. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Got that Mary J. Blige haircut, a Nissan Altima, they don't need a man. I, yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Shit, yeah, yeah. Anyway, tell people they mommy and daddy. Yeah, no, nah, she. This bitch only was able able to fly because this nigga was the wind beneath her wings. <laughs> I, <laughs> I say, wait, wait a minute. What movie am I watching? And I can't even be mad because uh, a woman uh, wrote and directed this shit. Patty something or another. I don't know. Figures. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I don't. I was like, I don't think this is going the way you think this should go. So yeah, man. So that was that was some crazy shit. And um, uh, the, the main character, uh, Kristen Wiig's character, she eventually uh, uh, evolved into the, you know the apex predator, which is what she wished she was. They use CGI on her final form because she's supposed to look like a a cheetah cat woman mix. The CGI was so bad that I was for sure Denzel Washington, not Denzel Washington, I was for sure Wesley Snipes. Jesus, you said Denzel. I was for sure Wesley Snipes was going to pop up from some, somewhere with a sword. That's right. Damn. These visuals, these special effects, like some shit you see in Blade, one or two. So they didn't, they didn't try, B. They didn't try. I feel so, like damn. we spent too much time on it already. We did. We did. I just wanted to put a pin in it. Um, it's done. You know, I'm saving our listeners from having to do this. I've ruined enough of it. Right. And uh, don't do it. 
<sighs> Speaking of don't do it, ah, uh, shit. <clears throat> so, your boy found himself in the in the emergency room uh, about four or five days ago. Don't worry about why I was there. That's not why I want to talk about it. But I, I was there. It's okay. I'm here. I'm fine. It's fine. I was just exposed to, you know, the plague for six hours. <laughs> I know what you mean. Shit, man. I was in there. I had two masks. I was two masked up. Like, you know, how Styles P stays two toothbrushes up. Two masks and two chains. But you ever wonder why, you know, Styles P said he had two toothbrushes, but we know he wasn't using them because we've seen Styles P's teeth. Message. I don't, I don't even remember him saying that. On um, that Akon song. Uh, they got me locked up, won't let me out. Locked up, they won't let me out. I stayed too toothbrushed up. That's because, Whatever. no, he's talking about, he's talking about I shanks. understand what he's talking about, oh. but he should have used those motherfuckers. <laughs> like, he's talking about some violent nigga shit. I understand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you don't got to get it rid of the brush end. <laughs> it can, can be a dual purpose tool. This nigga said, safety over, over hygiene. Fuck my teeth, nigga. <laughs> it's just like, shit, man, you know, don't, don't be so rigid. Don't, don't be so rigid to where you can't step outside the box. Don't limit yourself that way because you're at the end of the day you're only gonna hurt yourself right um but even so uh yeah so i had two masks on man that shit was just crazy uh you know obviously it was important enough for me to be in the emergency room but not important enough for me to want to die from coronavirus exposure um and so that was i was i was there for six hours sheesh this guy told me one of the not a guy but a male nurse, a nurse who came to get my blood pressure okay. told me that's, that some guy had been sitting in the same chair for 24 hours. I'm like, what? So, so he died. He's like, no, no, he was just sitting there for 24 hours. God. It's like, God, God damn. Um, so anyway, man, so I'm going back there and, you know, handle my issue. Don't worry about what my issue is. Don't worry about it. I'm okay. Are you sure? And uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, Anyway, so I'm getting ready to get out. I'm waiting on my discharge papers. I'm waiting on my discharge papers. <clears throat> Serious conversation. So I'm waiting on my discharge papers. And so I'm talking to this lady. Um, you know, this lady started talking to me because we had been waiting in the same similar spot. We was on the same bench, obviously, you know, socially distanced for about two and a half hours. Uh, she kept playing with her phone and then acting surprised every time a video auto played audibly loud. It was just crazy. It's like, Bitch, every you know, you could just hit mute. Yeah, you could just see you acting surprised every time it happens. Turn the volume down. Yeah. Anyway, so she decides she starts to start talking to me. So she's like your typical middle-aged American, uh, ugly American person. Meaning, she's got the athleisure on, the athleisure, the spandex pants that she's going to go work out. But this bitch ain't working out. She's not gonna work out ever, but she's got the uh, she's got it on. She's got her her sneakers on that she just walks around in. She's got you know, she's got a mask on. I could be mad at the mask. It, it was a Kobe uh, a Gianna memorial mask again because King Coots is from Southern Cali or lives in Southern Cali. And so she's talked to me, and then the news came. She got on her phone that the stimulus checks were going to be handed out, and so she was excited about that shit. She was chatting me up about that. And then somehow or another, she said, yeah, man. Uh, oh, let me get my hand sanitizer. Do you want some? I said, I'm good. I'm cool. <laughs> so she, she's like, I keep it with me. I keep all my stuff with me. 
So she had hand sanitizer and she said wipes. One problem. That mask I said she was wearing, B, that shit didn't fit at all. <laughs> as, my, as they say in, 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 on Sunday, that shit was hanging off her face like a loose garment. <laughs> she might as well have been wearing nothing. And she sat there in the same six hours of time I did. She worried about hand sanitizer and she left all of this open, all the face and the mouth open. So, you know, I hope it works out for her. Right. Uh, but in any event, so, so she's talking then she goes back over because we're both waiting on discharge papers and she's, you know, in the corner playing with her phone. Then she starts weighing herself. Like, B, if, if you could see this woman, she's clearly... She's not morbidly obese, but she's obese. <laughs> she's not 600-pound life obese. She's not can't wipe my own ass, but she's obese. And so she keeps weighing herself. Mind you, she's wearing all of her clothes and a purse. And I don't know. And she keeps doing it as if she's hoping for a different outcome. Like it's a, it's a lottery. I don't she's know. Like holding her breath and trying to do it again. I don't know. What the fuck? She just keeps going on. And, and on the phone while she's doing it. And anyway, she goes back over and stands and is playing with her phone. While she's playing with her phone, I see this uh, nurse-looking person come over to a door. And I see that she opens the door. She goes in. I see a bed. And this is the area where I've seen the, uh, the uh, ambulance come in and come out. Uh, not ambulance, but the uh, paramedics come in and come out. Right. And uh, she's in there. And then she looks like she's pulling out of bed. Uh, and I'm like, okay, as she pull, and then she pulls it out a little bit. The door's ajar. She walks around the corner. And she comes back with like this, this cart. It's not a cart, but it's like a long cart, uh, like a stretcher on wheels, uh, but like different wheels, like motorized. And so I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And she pulls out. So she pulls that up by the door. The door is ajar. She pulls out the bed that she's working. It's just her by herself. And she pulls out this, you know, the, the bed, and it looks like it's got. Just a bunch of a laundry with a yellow tag on top of the laundry. And I'm like, oh, huh? okay, well, whatever. And then she starts, she, she, she pulls this bed over to this cart and she lowers the thing on the cart. And then she starts trying to move what I thought was laundry onto the cart. Then I'm like, wait a minute. That's not fucking laundry. That's not laundry at all. There's a body in there. Ooh. So she's doing this shit. Wake up. <laughs> and I'm just watching it. And she, she moves, this has to, this is a body. She moves this body in the middle of the emergency room in the, in the discharge area. She is struggling to move this body onto this motorized looking cart. This can't, be, no, this can't be normal procedure. I, I don't, I'm just telling you what I saw. She's by herself. She's got a mask on. She's got an N95 mask on. She's got gloves, but she's by herself. She's struggling, but it looks like she knows what she's doing. Meanwhile, my fat friend, waiting on that $600, is over there, oblivious <laughs> to it all. This is happening literally five feet from where this bitch is. It's not five funny. feet. Uh, and this other woman that's sitting beside me, uh, she looks over there, she looks away because she knows what it is. You know me. I got to make sure what I'm seeing is what I'm seeing. So I'm watching the whole thing play out. Yeah. And, uh, and so she eventually gets the, what looks like a body onto this thing. And then she disappears and she comes back. She's got like this, this, uh, most of this frame thing. I don't know where it is. She puts this frame thing on top of, of the cart. And then she takes this, this black or charcoal looking tablecloth 
and puts it on top of the frame. And then she gets behind it. And then she just disappears. She wills, wills it away. So I got to thinking, B. How long, how long did that, that process take overall? Mm, she was under 10 minutes. She was quick. If she Damn. had had all the things she needed there, because uh, she went back, because she came in where the, where the body was, I guess verified that, okay, expired. And then she went back around the corner and got her cart and brought that back. And then she struggled to get the body on. Then after she did that, then she went again to go get uh, the little frame and the, and the, and the tablecloth. And then that all took about 10 minutes. Wow. And it was, it was so quick to where if you had not seen the first part of the process of her struggling to get the, get the body onto the motorized cart, you wouldn't have really known what it was. And it was so quick to where, you know, my fat friend over there, oblivious to it all. And I believe she got back on the scale at some point. Um, so it got me to thinking, B. <clears throat> I know people believe in all sorts of stuff about the afterlife, you know, heaven. Uh, we're transitioning with the ancestors. I, I get all of that. And I, I kind of understand why, but it's really thought-provoking to watch this process and realize at the end of the day, you're, you're, this thing that we, this body is, is just bag something that has to be handled Meat bag, and moved away because someone needs that room and like, you don't need that room because you're not here anymore. And in 10 minutes and, you're gone. Yeah. Someone has to come and, 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 and clean the room and you're part of the thing that needs to be cleaned. Now, for me, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just a reminder of how fragile life is at a personal level, yeah. personal level, where, you know, you just realize, shit, man, you get here by yourself, you leave here by yourself, and, you know, you just clean up on aisle seven. So it was... And, but that, and so you're saying that's why people believe in something is because that, that process was so, like... Matter of fact. Yeah, like, hey. Non-ceremonial. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, uh, uh, you went from Mr. or Mrs. to, uh, you know, a corpse. or Something I have to push down the way. And I got I to do this before my break real quick. I got to take a break in 15. You went from Mr. or Mrs. to the body. Pick up the body on boat and blah, blah, blah. Now, at one point, I did see her check the tag. Uh, the yellow tag. And then she wrote something down. And she put it a sticky or something on the cart. I wasn't a sticky, but she wrote something on something and put it on the cart. So in LA, is it that no one can be there with a, the patient? Like the patient has to be by themselves? I have no idea what this he or she died from. I have no idea. Huh. I know it was in the area where they were bringing in uh, uh, people from the, from the ambulance for the paramedics or dropping people off of. I have no idea if this was a COVID thing. Don't know. All I know is the, it, it, it was a body now and she was just making sure it got routed to the right place. Just like how you're getting ready uh, to remove the waste from your home. Yeah. The recyclables go in the recycling bin. So the, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you know, it, it just brings me back to conversations we've had before on this show and other shows, just about, you know, what happens when you die or whatever. You know, I've always said you become worm food eventually once your body breaks down. But well, your waste. But I mean, it, uh, as far as the, the, if you take the supernatural out of it, that's, you just witnessed, you just witnessed the cycle. It's just, you were this thing, now you're not. And people that are left behind got to move this thing out the way. Got to, got to, you got to, you know, hey, okay. You went from a he or she to a thing. How do you feel about that? I mean, it has to be done. Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people want there to be more. And I actually do believe there is more. And that's just, you know, a belief that I'd like to have. Because the alternative is, you know, like you just said, worm food. And that means that, you know, none of this shit really matters, but, which it may not. But that's the, but I'd like to think that it does because the, that makes me feel good. That's the, to me, that's what the problem is, though, is that we keep faking it. We keep faking the idea of, of what death is. And so, of course, we're terrified of it because we never get to talk about it. There's never re- any real intelligent intellectual conversation about it because we're so terrified. We pretend like, oh, this is just the beginning. When you when you die, it's just the beginning. And now you go on and you live forever in glory or not glory, depending on how you lived your life or whatever. But I think we're missing a very, very, very good opportunity to have a real conversation about what happens when you pass. And I personally, I feel like hiding from it does not make that process better. We all pretend like it's, it's okay because we're hiding from it. But what happens is you get to that place where it's actually happening right now, real time, where you're on a cart. And now the shit hit the fan and you really don't really know how to, you don't know how to act. You don't know what to do with your feelings. You don't know what to do with your body. You don't know what to do with your eyes, your mouth. Everything is slowed down into either, it's either sped all the way up or slowed all the way down. And you don't know how to, to interact with anything, with the world, because we've never had the conversation. You hope and you wish that once they die, now they go to heaven or wherever else that you believe in. But when that shit's really happening in real time, you're faced with all that emotion and all that stuff because we've never talked about anything other than, oh, he's in a better place now. There's no more suffering. But that's not, that's not I accurate. don't know where he is. I just know that that, 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 uh, that thing that used to be his body is now waste. It has to be moved. That, that the, the body, Mr. and Mrs. has now become uh, the body and the body is in the way and we got to move that somewhere else. So how do you feel about burial or cremation? Uh, it's a personal preference, I guess. It and depends I mean, on the day. Personal, I'm saying you personally. How it do you it feel depends about? on the day, you know, uh, um, until recently I wanted to be cremated. Now, I don't know, you know, but um, I think that what happens in families is if there's not a defined plan, if there's not a certainty on what the person wants done, then the sad thing is, you ain't got no control of what they decide to do with you. Here's what ter- here's facts. what terrifies me about that process, right? Let's say you don't get cremated, you you your bones and you get buried and, you know, what if I'm wrong and there is some type of consciousness whether it be dulled down and numbed, there is something that lingers with the body. And here you are trapped for who knows how long underground in a dark casket. And you, your only your only experience is the numbness of the darkness, the silence of of living underground until there's an earthquake or a 
or something, uh, a, a, a trash truck pulls up and dumps the trash from the cemetery above you. Like, that's it. But if you... How is this compared to cremation? Because if you're cremated, it's over. You're burned and it's done. <laughs> like, it's, it's, You got me. You got me. And you, I thought we were going... <laughs> See, B, he uses that. You use that voice. You use the Holiday Inn Express voice. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, all right. All right. Are we going to talk about some supernatural shit? Uh, no, it's this... But that's oh, what I'm no, saying. You said if you, burn the, if you burn it, kill it with fire, it's all... Okay. But that's what I'm saying. We don't have these conversations because we're terrified of them, but we have to have them. Do you listen the um the Joe Rogan podcast or whatever I do from time to time. I didn't listen to him when he brought that fool Kanye on. But anyway, I didn't listen to that one either. But a few years ago, there was a guy who was talking about um I can't remember if he, if he was actually the scientist or if he was the the son of a, his dad who did something. Anyway, uh, psilocybin, which is uh the same thing as mushrooms. It's a pill. It's, it's mushrooms in a pill form, basically. I, I think that's the the accurate term. Psilocybin. Friend on the show. Nathan Nice, Hollis, let us know. <laughs> right. <laughs> he he was doing some type of dosing of, it's not, not the same normal dose you do to get high, but like a lesser dose of psilocybin throughout the last few years of his life. Or not a few years, few months of his life. Damn. And, and um, what the experience was is that he was perfectly okay with moving on to whatever the next thing is. Like there was no fear. There was no turmoil. There... And because he was that way, the, the guy who was dying, the dad, because he had that outlook, he was like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm ready to go. He was able to articulate that to his son and his family members. What that meant was all his family members, the son and everybody else, was also at ease. Even though they weren't taking the psilocybin, mm -hmm. they had these conversations and they were okay with what was about to happen. And it made it made the situation a lot less um, um, aggressive. Because well, I think well, people don't realize said. you hit the nail on the head less. Yeah, but you know, I don't think people realize how aggressive death really, really is. Like, I know we say, you know, I hope I go in my sleep, I hope I go having sex or whatever, but I don't know if you've ever been having sex and, and did it a little too hard. <laughs> but when, oh, I don't even know what to do with that. I don't when, when as you're laying on the floor looking at the ceiling because you you went way, way too far past the point. Nick, I didn't told you about them gas station pills. Right. <laughs> when, when you're looking at the ceiling, you're not in. You're not in joy. You're not like, oh my god, if I die right now, I feel like this would be wonderful. You're like, what the fuck? I can't fuck that hard next time. Like I can never do Jeez, that again. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, sometimes when I wonder how the fuck we get here, it's usually my fault. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, when I'm wondering how the fuck we got here, it's usually my fault. But be, you know, hey, man, 2020, man. I just want people to start having that real conversation because, yeah, you might be right, Kunta. Maybe we do go to heaven or maybe we do go to hell or whatever. And we lived our, this life was a rehearsal for the afterlife. Maybe that's true. I don't believe so, but maybe it's true. But let's just say that it's not. Either way, whether it is, whether it isn't, death is fucking aggressive. And if you're not prepared to see someone die or to die yourself, it's gonna be it's gonna be a smack in the face, and it doesn't have to be necessarily as hard of a slap if we would just be willing to discuss death and what death means to each of us and how we see death, and so that way it's a it's a better it's a it's a better transition. I think I think the transition is better whether or not you use psilocybin or whatever. Just the conversations that you have about death would. Bring it to the fore. Like now, I'll say to my wife, whatever, she'll get mad at me because I'll be like, you know, I only got a few more years, you know, uh, 20 more seasons or 20, 30 more summers or whatever. She yeah, gets, I remember the episode. That's facts. She gets so mad at me, but it's the truth. Yeah. I'm I mean, 45. some people, some people don't, 
some people are just really oppose that idea that something is out of their control or that they can't stave something off. My wife is that way too. Um, I wasn't really going to get into this, but uh, I think that your pre preparation, your preparedness to accept a situation that could wind up in your demise, if it's something that's drawn out, it is really what you make it. Um, a long time ago, I was in a situation where it was unclear if I was going to live. Um, and it wasn't looking good, actually. And the situation where uh, the doctors had done all they could do. And it's like, okay, well, this is what we got. We'll see how this goes. Damn. And, and um, you know, it's my mindset at the time was in a very spiritual place. And that allowed me to be at peace um, with what was going to happen. Um, so it's, you know, you say he was on those mushrooms. These types of thing, I think, allow you to at least lie to yourself in some cases. I don't believe I was lying to myself, but who knows that you, you're, you, you can transcend this situation. Right. Death is, is, is finality. You cannot... No one's going to, death is always, we all got a time. We all, as I like to say, we all have an appointment that we're not going to miss. We all have to die at some point. That's how this thing goes. And so, you know, whether you embrace it, whether you run from it, whether you try to put it off as long, as long as possible, it's still coming. Yeah. And so that finality is something that, you know, you can either be afraid of, or you can, you know, kind of embrace and make peace with it. But either way, it's coming. So I agree with you insofar as, yes, if people understand that this thing is coming, and yes, if they understand that the person is, is, is you know, feeling that this is going to be okay, that this is all right, that this is going to be, you know, we're, you know transition, whatever you want to call it, that they're at peace with what's coming down. Yes, that can make things better. But grief is a very personal thing. And so even though people may take it better, you know, over the long haul, you don't really know how they're going to pack and deal with their grief. You don't know. How to, you don't know that. So I see what you're saying, that maybe it would be a, a better starting point if we, if we were able to see death as a natural progression of this cycle. And, you know, and, 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 and to just accept this is what's going to happen. And maybe that would be a better starting point. But at the end of the day, we all got to grieve for the people we care about the way we do. Yeah. Which is back to the hospital situation. I didn't see it from the standpoint of other people. I saw it from a very personal standpoint of that's it. Yeah. What do you think you go into the upper room? What do you think you're about to be reincarnated? Whether you think that, you know, whatever you think, that body has stopped being Mr. and Mrs. and is now that body. And that body is in the way and needs to be put where bodies go, which is away from the living. Right. That to me, you know, that's, so I don't know what I think about it other than what I just said, but that was, uh, and then, like I said, the dichotomy of people who see it and don't want to see it. The woman next to me, she saw it, turned it, I didn't want to see it. Then my friend, who's probably has coronavirus now, 
Uh, because her mask was <laughs> not a real thing. And she was in the emergency room with me and she was there before me. So she's there at least six, six hours plus. Uh, she was oblivious to it. So, so some of us are oblivious to death or in or impartial, indifferent. Others of us run away from it. And some of us look at it and still don't know what what to make of it. So that was my emergency room uh, situation. Uh, the old boy made it out. I'm here. I'm glad don't worry it. about it. Um, gave me some pills. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> so I was fine. It's fine. I'm fine. You're fine. <laughs> We're all fine. Was it a clinic or a hospital? Right. Um, <laughs> so we're fine. Anyway, um, where the money reside? Where the money reside? B, B, I got some great news. Finally, finally, the Aaliyah Houghton estate it seems to be getting their shit together. Who gives a fuck? Because we can't get her music, B. Because <laughs> we can't get what? You can't get her music. Can't stream it on iTunes. Is it on Tidal? I don't have Tidal anymore because I'm... Well, you know, I try to support black businesses, but I didn't know this. So that her music is on hold. It's been that way. Wow. If you go to Apple to uh, Apple Music right now, you can get um, one in a million. That I believe that's the only album that's on there. Wow. Yeah. So you, I feel like I've, we talked about this no, in the we uh, we pre-discord. Is that that's one of my biggest problems? Is that her family is letting her music die. Now, I don't know why it took this long. They just got, I guess, the rights to her YouTube account. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? And they announced they just got the rights to a YouTube channel for her. What is that? I don't even... The label owned it. That's what that means. So why is it, why are the label not... Because the label's pieces of shit. Labels are assholes. Labels are the fucking scum of the earth. But no one's making any money because her music's not being played or now, streamed see, or any of that. I don't understand that because the label had total control. Why did they just say fuck That's the family? That's what I'm saying. There's no, there's, her music is dying. Now, B, I know I don't want to get it. That's not the point of this. Uh, but the point of, but what I'm getting at is that whether you love her as an artist, you hate her as an artist, or you're in the, in the middle of the road, the legacies of what artists have, they're, they live forever right. in the art they create. Absolutely. And for the last, fuck, man, was it almost 20 years? Yeah. I wasn't aware. They had both the, the, I guess, the record label uh, and the family have let her music. I mean, the fact that people still know who she is yeah. is just a testament of what she was uh, in the culture to the people that are now making shit. Eh. Or the people that have hung around making shit like Timberland or like Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Other than that, you got people like, you know, uh, Aubrey. Arby Graham, who's um, fascinated by her because that was he when he was growing up, she was at the height of her. Right. That's Drake, by the way. Drake, Drizzle. Uh, he's got a big Leah tattoo on his back because, well, you know, light skin. Uh, so, uh, so, so people like that have kept her name going, but the music itself. One in a million is the only one on iTunes. I don't know what's on Spotify. Wow. I didn't know uh, because I, I had the albums. I have I own them. So I had uploaded the CDs to iTunes many, many years ago. So I wasn't even aware. They've still been going through my playlist. I guess it's just like match. So it's matching what I already own. 
but it's not playing it from the screen. No, you uploaded them, you said. You put them in there. Yeah, that's wild. I didn't know. I had so no those, idea. So no, those are yours. Yeah, as far as ego on iTunes right now, put in Aaliyah, you'll see one in a million. Then just a few um, random things from Featured like, you know. Yeah, no, from like 2000s, R&B 2000s or something oh, yeah. or some shit someone's made. Yeah, so that to me, to me, that's like someone dying twice. As an, as an artist, that's like dying twice. Rock the Boat is not on streaming? Or up for no. streaming? God dang. Not on iTunes. Wow. Yeah, that is yeah, death. So, That's death, man. So it's like, and again, I'm not trying to debate her her actual, you know, specific talents, but I'm talking about her as a cultural phenomena. It was big enough to where they, all of these niggas should have done better. They should have done better. And at the end of the day, nobody wound up making any money. Right. And more importantly, they let, you know, they let her art die. Last legs. I mean, you got the, the YouTube channel. That's supposed to be a big thing. Okay, so I'm looking at, uh, at, at Aaliyah, an artist. I'm going to tell you what comes up. So you got uh, AJ, Nothing But A Number is the album. Wow. It wasn't one in a million. One in a million is my favorite one. AJ Nothing But a Number is the only full album. That was the first album. That was R. Kelly's Having Sex yep. with her. You know, you know what it was. By the way, he's got a court date coming up on those <laughs> child pornography charges. I don't wow. think it's gonna go well for Robert. Um and you see off the next Friday original motion picture, I don't wanna. Okay. Uh, then Chris Brown 2013, there's some sample he used. Um, wow, that's pitiful, man. I'm just going through this. You got some features she was on with Genuine. She did some with Nas, with Missy. These are not her albums, right? So um, she, we got uh, no. That's still aging. Nothing but a number. So in, in that situation, her publishing is very, very minimal on those records because she's just a side man feature. The family is not being taken care of. And and more importantly, the fans. Like, say for instance, if I, you know, one of my favorite songs that Aaliyah's on, like a feature, is uh, that Missy Elliott uh, "Hot Like Fire" remix. You okay. may not, may or may not know what I'm talking about. Um, but the only way to watch that video or to even listen to that song is on YouTube, and that YouTube of the song is someone who recorded the video on a television. <laughs> wow. B, how wild is this? She was she was Beyonce before Beyonce. There's if you if you look in, if you look into it, there is a clip of the MTV. I think it was the VMAs where Beyonce is trying to interview Aaliyah, who was hotter than hot shit at that time, and Beyonce is nervous as fuck because she's getting to talk to Aaliyah. No, so Aaliyah you know, was definitely the biggest female artist at that time. Not not R and B artist, artist. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. She was in movies. Uh, she had been you know, Romeo Must Die, which is an okayish movie, Queen of the Damned, which I have never seen and won't see because, quite frankly, I'm a huge fan and I don't want to see her last project as being like, you know, some demonic bullshit. I'd rather not. They said Illuminati said that's why she got sacrificed was because of that movie. No, well, she got, she, she died because, you know, just like Kobe Bryant, some motherfucker flew some shit when they should not have flown the shit, cutting corners when they should not have. Yeah. Doing something when they go, ah, 
okay, well. So those that don't know, Aaliyah died while she's filming uh, a, a video for one of her, one of her, uh, her last album, 2000, 2000, 2001, More Than a Woman, I think was the name of it. I think it's her biggest song. I think Rock mm-hmm. the Boat was her biggest song. Maybe, but that's, you know, that's kind of like, uh, I ain't mad at you with Tupac, you know, the song or Hail Mary. When the songs that somehow correlate immediately at or near the time the, the artist dies, usually, you know, becomes one of their most famous songs. Um, but yeah, so she had flown to make a music video and this is back in the 2000s where music videos, if you ain't got a music video, then are you, do you really have a song? No, you don't. So she, she was filming this music video. I don't know what they were in Barbados, Trinidad, Jamaica, some, some Caribbean place. And the plane was too heavy. And it was so heavy that people, you know, people that she would normally travel with, you know, you know, on these things like Fatima, who's a, a, a famous, uh, uh, dance, um, I'm going to say it wrong. Dance instructor. That's not right. She's a famous uh, choreographer. That's what it is. Uh, she couldn't fly with her in all the Leah shoes because Leah was also known for dancing. That's another reason why the, the Beyonce Leah comparison is pretty close for where they were at the time in their lives. Uh, though I'd argue Leah's actually could act. Whereas Beyonce Ugh. is Beyonce Ugh. all the time. Uh, anyway, so long story short, so she she didn't have a regular entourage with her because the plane was too full. It was some it was you know last minute slipshod, and the plane crashed, and everybody on that plane died, including Aaliyah. And so that was really sad. Um, she you know they called her the princess of hip hop. <laughs> I know you don't agree, but that was that was popular nomenclature at the time. She was the princess of hip hop because she was like you know kind of the cute around the way girl that right. everybody knew. Right, she tried, that was the thing. Try again was her biggest record. Yeah, yeah, that's from Romeo Must Die with Jet Li. Um, anyway, long story short, so yeah, so finally, it seems like her family, the Aaliyah Houghton Estate, Houghton Estate, is going to be able to do something with her, you know, her image, her likeness, her portfolio, to you know, let this woman's art live on. Apart from people like myself who just know that it happened and YouTube it and try to find other like-minded people who knew that it happened and uploaded some shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. <sighs> Speaking of crazy, um, you thought we was going to get out of here without talking about the bullshit. You're wrong. So, uh, Stimulus package, COVID-19 stimulus package, getting $600 in the hands of every woman and man who makes a certain amount of money. I was about to say, not every, not every man, woman. Who makes a certain amount of money? So you, you know, obviously, if you make above a certain amount of money, then, you know, fuck your stimulus. You're good. You're good. Um, and the defense bill, um, the COVID-19 bill for relief, stimulus relief and the defense bill, the, the usual annual regular degular, keep the ball, keep it pushing this is what we do bill. Both these bills are the defense bill. No question. Bipartisan agreement. This is what we do. America. Fuck. Yeah. Gotta protect the troops. Well, Trump said, Hey, on this defense bill, I really need you to make it to where I can sue social media companies. 
And they're like, well, well uh, Mr. President, we not that's not that's not in the bill. Well, I want it in there. In the defense uh, bill? Yeah, but that's not in the bill. Well, it should be. I'm not gonna sign it unless it is. Like, no, man, you're 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 not. You don't mean that. You're gonna sign the defense bill. That's what do you mean? You're not gonna sign a defense bill. Even the fucking Democrats like the defense. This is what we do. America. We can't make America great again without money for the defense. I want to be able to sue Twitter. No, we're not putting that in. He vetoed that. Vetoed a defense bill because they wouldn't put it, they wouldn't remove the safeguards for social media companies, which essentially makes them hard to sue. He wanted that put in. Why do you want to put it in, B? Because he doesn't understand how bills are written. He doesn't understand how <laughs> negotiations happen. He doesn't understand the process. That's not why you wanted to put it in. That's that's the the, the funny part. Of it. Well, the reason why is because he's tired of getting that little that little line that says this has not been uh, corroborated or whatever it is. This is not a fact. Right, but I'm saying that because if he had he known it's something that requires effort, he would have started on that earlier. Right. That's what I mean. Had he known, just because I wanted in there. You can't just, you know, go back in and type a blind and we're good. No, you got it. That's not how built. That's not how the process worked because this motherfucker never watched Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. All right. So he vetoed the defense bill and it was like, well, shit. Oh, well, we'll just pass that. Uh, we'll either we'll override the veto or where Uncle Joe gets in. We'll just he'll just rubber stamp that son of a bitch. We'll be good. Fine. The COVID relief bill. All of the benefits that people had been getting as part of the last COVID relief bill were set to expire yesterday. The COVID relief bill had been negotiated back and forth between uh, the House of Representatives and the Senate, House Democrats, Senate Republicans, and also Trump had uh, uh, one of his cabinet, uh, uh, Steve Mnuchin, part of this. All those individuals, the two, um, well, the negotiation team, which is two from the House, which is the Speaker and the Minority Leader, two from the Senate, same thing, Speaker, uh, the Leader, and the Minority Leader, who had already worked this out with Mnuchin uh, from the executive branch. This, you know, this is what he wants, this is what he wants. What Trump's going, this is what Trump's feeling, this is Trump's feeling, all right, so we're going to work this shit out. The bill was $900 billion, okay? Before the elections, the House wanted, was it two and a half trillion? And the Senate, Mitch McConnell said he would only agree to about one, one and a half trillion. The bill that they agreed on is 900 billion. In that 900 billion, it was, is supposed to be relief for small businesses, um, for workers, um, for anyone that makes below a certain amount of money, unemployment benefits, continuation of those, continuation on trying to keep on on on, on uh, not allowing people to be evicted, or on you know a continuation of uh, of relief from mortgage payments, a continuation right. on relief from student loan payments. My student loans, yes, coaches still have student loans because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> Punt. They'll they'll collect from me when I'm dead. Uh, has been deferred to the end of January. 
all these things to continue this shit out in the worst pandemic in the history of the United States, in the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression, triggered by the worst pandemic in the history of the United States, where unemployment is at rates never before seen since the Great Depression, where you have countless small businesses, restaurants uh, who are not coming back. Not coming back. What does that mean? That means that the owners are, 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 are harmed and the workers are harmed. Huge sections of the economy not coming back. Stimulation, stimulus, relief, desperately needed. Some people are having to make this last check stretch to God knows when, unless there's more relief. So, Three days ago, which would have been either Thursday or Friday, Trump uh, tweets out that um, he doesn't like it and that he wants 2,000 to be in the pockets of everybody. Sounds good, doesn't it? 2,000 is better than six. I agree with that. Sounds good to me. Sounds great. Uh, well, the Republicans don't want to do that shit. Why? Because of fucking reasons. And they thought that they were all on the same page with Trump. So Trump says 2,000. So that means these months of negotiations that have been going back and forth, that everyone's been mad. I've been mad. We haven't really talked about this a lot, but I've been mad about this. Both the Republicans and the Democrats have fucked around for the last 60 days and not getting relief to the American people. B, would you agree with that? Absolutely. This whole thing that I've been saying in October and November and and th and this month about why it's important to to have the Senate uh, flip because you need people to talk to each other. Why? Because they're not incentivized to talk to each other. So when they don't, they just get in their corner, this one in that corner, that one in the other corner, and they fuck around and nothing gets done. Well, why is that important? Because it affects everybody when nothing gets done. You can't get your unemployment check because they dicked around. Well, they finally got the shit together. And this motherfucker says, you know what? You should change the bill. I'm like, nigga, do you know how long it took them to agree to this shit? And is ready to sign and the shit's about to expire? Right. And you want to change it? B, as of Friday, uh, Republicans did not know if Trump really was signaling he was going to veto the bill or not sign the bill. Because if he doesn't sign a bill into law, it's also called a pocket veto. It means if he sits on it for a long enough, long enough time, right. it's an automatic veto. Shit. He's, it was like, is he really not going to sign it? He's not going to do that. We still fighting for Georgia. He's not, he's not going, he's not going to fuck up the stimulus while we got a live election in, in Georgia for the Senate. He wouldn't do that. Ugh. So it was flown to him in Miralago because Trump's gone to Miralago for the holidays. Uh, the only thing Trump is talking about is uh, tweeting how the election uh, is rigged, how the Supreme Court is weak, how McConnell is weak, how everyone is against him, how he won the election. Why aren't people fighting for him? Uh, he took a meeting with Mike Pence. Uh, I think it was Friday. Where he's, he was trying to get Pence not to read the vote tally on the Senate floor. Why that's a, a just a thing. Once we have the Electoral College in, um, it goes to the House. They say yes, this is what happened, and it goes to the Senate where the where the uh, the official tally is read. 
That's it. Just read it. You know, when, when Al Gore lost to, to W, you know, and where he was running for president, he had to read that shit. He had to count the votes for, he had to read the votes for George W. Bush. He had to read the votes for himself. When Donald Trump won and beat Hillary Clinton, fucking Uncle Joe had to read that shit. Yeah. Donald Trump. That's it. There's nothing to be done. Nothing not to be done. It's like, here, B, here's a note I made. I need you to read that. Can I not read it? No, you cannot not read it. This is your job as, as the uh, vice president. You have to read this, this thing on this piece of paper. That's right. what we do. Trump is trying to get Pence not to read it and to reject it. <laughs> of course. Why? Because he thinks that's a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> I reject the election results. Anarchy. I reject. So that's what he was doing. Instead of talking about the stimulus, instead of talking about uh, coronavirus, we have now reached 300. And, what is the last total of deaths? Not sure. We're one in one th- every one thousand American. I think is either ha- has either either has coronavirus or is going to die from it. One in one thousand. I'm not sure, but. We're in a place to where we're having one 9-11 every day. Every day. Same amount of people that died 9-11 are dying in the United States every day because of coronavirus. Trump's not talking about that. He's not, he's not uh, facilitating um, his team, working with Joe Biden's incoming team to try to get the vaccine. We have a vaccine, B. Since we last spoke, we have a vaccine. That shit's going out there. There's been snags. They don't have as much as they thought they had. Comes in second, two two batches. At this, they thought they'd have ten million Americans with the with the vaccine by now. It's a really only one million, and that's just the first round because normally these things take two doses. Right. He's not working on that. Nah. You know what he did do? He 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 did um, forbid the Defense Department from talking to uh, Joe Biden's team until. Um, not this week, but next week. Even though since Elon last recorded B, we've had the greatest cyber attack by Russia in the history of cyber stuff. Did you know that B? I didn't. On who? On us. It went in what way? I mean, they hacked into State Department, all sorts of shit. State Department, um, Treasury, uh, some of the Defense Department. And one of the bad thing is, it's still ongoing. And you want to what's what's worse than that? We don't really know what they took. Yeah, pretty bad. It's clearly Russia. How do we know it's Russia? Oh, well, you know the uh, uh, the uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says, yeah, it looks like Russia. So that seems like an act of war. Yeah, we want, we don't want to say that. You know why we don't want to say that, B? Because they got the same shit we got. But I mean, so Mike not, Pompeo is Russia. Same day. What does Trump say? Not Russia. Could be China. But definitely not Russia. He said definitely not. 
He didn't say that part, but he just said God oh, Russia. I was about to say, come on. <laughs> what an asshole. Well, B, he might as well. He might as well. We've talked about this long enough. He might as well. <laughs> Not Russia. Not Russia. Even even Attorney General Barr <laughs> looks like it's Russia. Attorney General Barr looks like it's Russia. Secretary of State, whose job it is to know these types of things. Yeah, all, all signs appear to be Russia. Trump, not Russia. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not Russia. <sighs> By the way, Bill Barr said there is absolutely no evidence that there was widespread fraud, fraud in the election. And he said that uh, last week, after submitting his resignation effective, uh, I think at the end of this month, Oh no. I think effective tomorrow, Monday. So act of war, maybe. Uh, and Trump one with the defense be. department talked to Joe Biden's incoming team, which means, you know, when in about Yeah, next year. In about no, in about um nineteen days. The defense team, the acting defense will be behind on what's being done and what's known about this Russian hack that's ongoing, B. It's ongoing. Have not gotten it out. They've told us that it's not classified information. Who? That but they, the people they that stole? they've said that to, the people who have, the, the other people who no longer work for these departments, these talking heads says, well, even though it's not classified, you can still learn a lot from what these departments are doing. No, but th- hold on a second. But there, there's wordplay here. You yes, to, there is. You have to look at it from the thousand foot view. If it were secret information, they couldn't tell you because it'd be secret. Right. <laughs> so that means they have to say it's not classified. If they right. said it was secret, then they're they're going against their top secret clearance. And they you would might be, as well say, hey, hey, I got something to tell you. Don't be mad. <laughs> right. Promise you're not gonna be mad. I'm not gonna tell you unless you promise. <laughs> right. Yeah, so Trump, not Russia. Well, your Secretary of State and your Attorney General said it was Russia. Nope. Nope. Not Russia. What about the coronavirus? He hasn't said shit about the coronavirus. Nope. All he's been talking about since November 3rd is why he won the election. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's almost over. So, this coronavirus bill, this COVID relief bill, full circle, the COVID relief bill that many of you listening, if you don't desperately need it, you'd know multiple people who desperately need it. You may even receive services from businesses who desperately need it. You are going to know somebody that is going to be screwed by this not being signed. It was flown to him Friday. He had until midnight Saturday to sign it. What do you think he did? Uh, it's what, Sunday evening now? I'm assuming it's still sitting in the same place it was left. He did not a goddamn thing and it's lapsed. So good luck to hundreds, 100 million Americans or so who, don't, who now don't know what the fuck is going to happen, how they're going to make ends meet, how they're going to keep their employees employed for the... Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in January? They don't know. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Anybody. And then the pardons. 
B, have you heard about the pardons? I heard the beginnings of it. I don't know how, how bad it's gotten. Remember every, remember all those names of people we talked about that did bad things? Yep. In 26, they've all been pardoned. Did Lil Wayne get pardoned yet? He's handed out, huh? Who? Did Lil Wayne, did he get pardoned yet? Uh, I don't know. He's not, <laughs> I don't, it's not looking good. You know, felons should not carry guns. Yeah, I think they told him that. Um, he's given out 29, I think was the last count. Oof. And the things that these 29 people have in common is that they were either his friends or actively participate in his election campaign or are extended family members like Jared Kushner's dad. He, he uh, pardoned Jared Kushner's dad for all sorts of, you got bank fraud, you've got, you know, you got all sorts of shit going on. This is not what the pardon power was supposed to be ever. The Epstein chick, did he get her, did he get her out? Not yet. Okay. I, I guarantee you. She, they she said will. the list for pardons is so big, it's actually a spreadsheet. Sheesh. No one in American history has ever given out these many pardons. Ever. Ever. If you know the president, you can get a pardon. You remember that uh, Texas uh, lawsuit that was sent to the Supreme Court that got kicked back because it had no merit? I don't remember which one. A little, a little, Trump's last challenge to the Supreme Court was oh, a Texas yeah, yeah, lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know the guy that that filed that. Yeah, he's under indictment. Huh. He's on the spreadsheet as well. Of course he is. Pardons and saying I won. So what's going to happen uh, in these next few weeks? Um, the electoral college has weighed in. Can't undo that. Uh, it has to be, you know, certified. So this is what happened in the House of Representatives. Uh, unless uh, a House member can get a senator to agree and then they can argue for a little bit about why this is not what should happen. It's not going to go anywhere. So uh, clearly the Jim Jordans of the world in the House are going to you know, make some sort of showing of this is not okay. This is, this is, they stole this. Why? Because they want a piece of these 70 million votes that Donald Trump got. Of course. Has he figured out how to pardon himself yet? He's going to pardon himself. For the pandemic, I guess. See, he's going to pardon himself. I'm just curious to see what happens when he tries that. Yeah. Um, Tommy Tuberville, former Auburn football coach, new senator from South Carolina, I think. Or Alabama. 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 Uh, War Eagle, Alabama. He's already leaning that he will be, at, he, he is at least willing to be that one senator to, to open it up for some discussion. Again, it won't change anything. Right. It will just make Trump feel better. All of this is not normal. All of this is abnormal. All of this is crazy. Right. None of this has happened before. You know, you won't say in the modern history. No, in any history of presidents, this has not happened. When the electoral college comes in, that's it. Trump has been absent from the job since November the 3rd. All he's cared about is, is telling people he won. B, did you know that a week ago, he, he had Mike Flynn 
in his office. And Mike Flynn told Trump he could declare martial law in the four battleground states and rerun the election. Did you hear about that? I did not. That turned into a huge fight, sources say, between, you know, between Trump staff of people who have loosely read the Constitution and people who wear tinfoil hats. He, he is contemplating whether he could declare martial law and have the military rerun the election in four battleground states only. Do you know? That sounds crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, nuts, but I, I don't, I'm not surprised. He literally does not give a fuck about the Republican Party. I mean, the how... Okay, so B, so why did, he, why did he say fuck you on this COVID-19 bill? Some people think he did that because Mitch McConnell acknowledged that, uh, that Joe Biden is the president-elect. Okay. Some people think that's part of the reason of the big fuck everybody, even the Republicans, on this COVID relief bill. That's petty. He literally... Oh, was that? That's petty as fuck. This is where we are. This is where we are. Um, so... The Georgia Republicans don't know what to do in the Senate runoff. They don't know what to do. They're in a bad spot, which is which I think is good. Um, if you live in Georgia, you have got to vote. I know you know. I know me telling you this ain't some new shit. I'm still getting emails, and I don't even live in Georgia. I get these crazy emails. Are you ignoring Stacey Abrams? No, I'm not. Well, I kind of am. But no. But why you ask me that? And, oh no, we've lost. Or, oh, yay, we've won. It just goes back and forth. It's, it's, it's crazy. Why all of this stuff? Because literally the fate of the country lies in the balance. That sounds like hyperbole, but it's not. If you want shit to get done, these fuckers have got to talk to each other. The only way they're going to do that is if Mitch McConnell either doesn't have the majority or is so close, he actually has to talk to another motherfucker to figure out, you know, if we need to compromise on some shit. That's really where it is, B. So, you know, I, I hope that you you know, cast some ballots because, you know, either you want some shit to get done or you want nothing to get done. You, you affected uh, Jamie Mack. He's definitely parroting what you're saying right now. That's just how it's going to be. Either you want nothing to get, if nothing gets done, we're going to be in situations like this where you have people hurting, desperate for relief. B, do you remember when I said that the, 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 uh, the Democrats in the House wanted two and a half trillion? Yes. And you remember when I said that the Republicans were willing to go up to one and a half trillion? Yes. And do you remember what I told you the relief bill is now? 900 billion. Yeah. That's not a trillion. For not those out there, that's, just, that's, that's, that's less. That's less. A lot. That's less. These are the types of things that will happen if these motherfuckers don't have to talk to each other and they will have no incentive to talk to each other if one side and both House and Senate is so far in control that, this, that one of the leader can say, hey, we're all doing this shit and fuck them. That's what's been happening the last four years. So it happened in the last four years of President Obama's term. And if that happens in the next four years of Uncle Joe's term, this country is going to be fucked. Because people need relief. There are big problems happening right now. We need solutions. Whoever the fuck you are, wherever you can get them from, we need solutions. And on that cheery note, 
New mutated COVID strain in England. Did you hear about that? Oh, man. No, I didn't hear about that. B, possible new mutated COVID strain, I believe, in Nigeria. Some people have said that these uh, coronavirus shots are going to be like the flu shot. The problem with the flu shot, B, is the flu shot you got last year can't help you this year. Right. Why? Because last year's flu ain't this year's flu. This ain't that. So far, and that ain't this, right? So far, the scientists say we think it should still work. As we record here today, B, there are every every country around England is not letting people from England, Great Britain, into their country. Why? Because they got new shit. Yeah. We still working on the old shit. Y'all got some new shit. So I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, there's this uh meme I saw of uh, it says twelve thirty one twenty twenty. And it's it, the clock's like at eleven fifty nine or something. And then below it, the clock's like at twelve midnight or 1201 and beside it says 13 1 2020 get it 13th month i get it uh i saw another one where uh, it goes from um it goes from 1159 to 1165 meaning we're just in a loop it's never going to end i hope we're wrong I hope we're wrong um, no matter what happens, though, B, uh, you know what, you know what's, you know what you can guarantee? What's that? I'm gonna try to be where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside. Before we go, B, what's your favorite thing of 2020? Favorite thing of 2020? Whatever. Yeah. What's 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 what, what from 2020? What's a good thing from 2020 that you really appreciate in 2020? God damn, how you gonna spring this on me at the last second? Because it'd be organic. You just say what it is. You could say, hey man, that delicious quick trip Thanksgiving sandwich I had. <laughs> By the way, B, had some ham, had a ham and cheese and egg sandwich yesterday from a gas from my station? Thanksgiving ham that was in the freezer and it was fucking delicious. And clearly, I'm here talking to you. You had a Thanksgiving leftover yesterday? Yeah, I froze it. Nah, nigga, come on, man. Come on, man. That shit was delicious. That is despicable. Are you kidding? Bruh, throw that shit away, man. Whatever's left, throw it away. Well, it's got to go today, but I, I got it out of the freezer, and I was like, yeah, man. And so yesterday, I had a sandwich. That's a month, man. Come on, you're doing too much, man. <laughs> Put in the freezer. You're doing too much, man. That's By ridiculous. the way, that's not my favorite thing of 2020, but it's up there. That's <laughs> fucking delicious. That's your luckiest thing of 2020. All right. All right. So obviously there's a lot of bad in 2020. We lost a lot of stuff that, you know, quite frankly, can't be replaced. I think what I will say is the thing that is good about 2020 is that families had to interact with each other on a consistent basis and in a way that before this year we thought was impossible. 
I don't know about you, B, maybe not because your kids are all gone, but I still have kids in the house. And so for us to have to be in a family unit for this long, that's going to have some effect. I'm choosing to think it's going to be positive, but that's going to have some effect. Everyone's talking about the uh, education imbalance this has caused. But I think there's, there's, there's going to be some effect uh, on families spending more time together. That's awesome. I, but I, I, I mean, but, but you have to look at the other perspective of that. You know, I haven't seen my mom. I've only seen her twice, maybe since February. So, you know, there's two sides to that. No, I 100% agree. You know, I, I uh, you know, lost a family member and I couldn't go to the, to the funeral because COVID. Yeah. And it was a death caused by COVID. I've lost two family members to COVID. Uh, but yeah, I get that. It goes well, both ways. Both sides. If, they're, if they're in-house, then yeah, you got a chance to, to blend the nuclear family that lives in the house with you more. But if, you, if you're unfortunate to live outside the house, maybe some older family members, you, you know, it's the, it's the exact opposite. So, Yeah, I mean, but again, we're just trying, trying to find sorry, some chicken man, salad sorry. out of sorry. 2020. Sorry. Uh, I rekindled my love for guns. Okay, good. I mean, that's enjoyable. You know, better shoot at stuff than not. But you, you know what my favorite thing about 2020 is? What? Is that for one shining moment, most of America stood up and said, hey, God damn it, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that was actually kind of cool. Then they immediately forgot that shit in about the next 35 days. Yeah. Like it never happened. Yeah. Well, Like I, it never fucking happened. <laughs> you know what I think, I think was good about all of that was for five minutes, for at least the little five minutes that it was it was happening, I think that Black America got to see how many white allies there actually are. Because I don't think that that Black people have had any reassurances recently, and I think it was good to see that hey, there are some white people who are out here that are willing to 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 stand beside you, and they're willing to open their mouth as well. And you know, it it didn't all of it didn't it it came to pass as as it seems, but. At least you you know before then you didn't even know who was willing. And at least now you know who's at least willing. Yeah, I guess, man. I mean, you said five minutes, not five minutes and five seconds. Yeah, shouldn't make six minutes, but so that's that was a thing, you know, um, a decent thing that we got some people to agree. Hey, human rights are a thing for a little bit. Um, my Lakers won a championship. I guess that's cool. Uh, let's, yeah. Sorry about somebody that. had to win it. Yeah, somebody had Whatever. to win it. Um, other than that, um, hmm. I mean, I'm alive. You're alive. We're alive. That's good. Yeah, we're hey. alive, man. We're alive. So <clears throat> I'm hoping that 2021 um, is not as bitter. We don't take as many losses as we did in 2020. Um. That's a hope. That's aspirational. Uh, that's not based on anything I know or don't know. Because I still believe there's some aliens about to show up in this motherfucker. They've just been waiting. Um, okay. But I'm hopeful that next year will be markedly better. That's what I'm going to be hopeful for, B. Because you're right. It is a struggle to figure out the best parts of 2020. I mean, I got to see Des Bryant catch two touchdowns. Didn't see that one coming. Caught another one today. You know, these are such small things 
the winds seem to be so small, but you have to find, um, sometimes you have to find that. B, did you have anything else? Good things from 2020? I'm sorry, man. I just don't. Well, like I said, hopefully next year, we really do, do go into a new year. We really do leave a lot of this terrible shit behind. We do have a vaccine. There's that. By the time that you are able to get it, you, there should be enough people to be able to see what negative effects there are. One could hope. Um, hopefully these new, this new mutated strain um, hopefully won't be that different from what the vaccine is attacking. Hopefully we'll get to go back outside again. Though I know some niggas out there in Atlanta be are, are acting like shit's fine. Yeah. A lot of niggas, a lot of them. Yep. I got one on my Facebook feed who uh one of my friends who moved to Atlanta and and everything I see, this nigga acting like it's 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 uh twenty nineteen. Clubs are popping. And then he even posted say, Hey, if you want to do twenty nineteen things, you need to come on down to Atlanta. Yeah. I, I you know, like, I, I finally convinced my wife, you know, she didn't she didn't leave the house for Christmas. So we stayed home. We we're planning on staying over New Year's. She didn't and you know, her family is very, very tight knit. So mm-hmm. I convinced her to stay home. And we did. And that's where it is. Um, these next few months are key. A lot of bad shit's going to happen with coronavirus. There are 333,055 deaths so far in the United States out of 1.7 million worldwide. I'll let you figure out how many people in America live compared to the rest of the world and why that's a problem on your own. Um, these next few months, you got to wear your mask. I was at Home Depot earlier. Uh, in, in Orange County, I live around in Southern California on the uh, LA County, Orange County border. And this woman came in with a mask chin strap and she looked MAGA as fuck. So people out there, they don't want to believe it until somebody they know dies. Yeah. Chris Christie's fat ass. Finally, he made up, he made it, he made a fucking uh, PSA, wear a mask. Anyway. I'm not I'm not super close with my mom's side of the family. So I mean I don't know many people past the first couple of layers. Uh she told me that eleven people in my family have died. That's terrible. COVID. From COVID related death or whatever. So Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. You know, like I said, I've had it on my side and and this is not a fake thing, this is a real thing. And we've got to push through these next two months. Whether you want to take a vaccine or not, these next two months, we've got to push through and and do the things that we know work. The only thing we know that works more than anything else is wearing the goddamn mask. That's it. Some say the mask is as effective, not more effective than the vaccine. We still don't know if the vaccine stops you from getting sick or or. Uh, stops you from having symptoms or stops you from transmitting. We don't know any anything really. We don't. Still testing. It's too, and we wouldn't. It's too soon. That's right. why these vaccines. It's too soon to know this shit. It's too soon. Either way, let's look forward to 2020. Let's take care of each other. Let's uh, all use our wish for some better things next year. Um. 
that we can all get to where the money reside. Where the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Either way, whatever happens, it's always going to be black on both sides. Where nothing is black and white. 